Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Why have I got a spring in my step, Toby? You sounded like a boxing uh, commentator. (laughs) Let's get ready to rumble. Hey, we're together after two long weeks. Been apart. Nothing's changed. A little bit emotional. still ugly. (laughs) Still bloody a little ugly. bit emotional. I feel emotional that you know we're back together. <laughs> it's been too long. Well, it, look, all I've got to say is, well, let's just get this out of the way. Well done, the Crusaders. They sneaked another victory. You may say robbed another victory, and I can't really, comp- I can't really argue is the honest <laughs> truth. And we are going to review the game. Yeah, it was a bloody good one too, and it was a great game. Mm. But well done, four yeah. titles in a row. Yeah. It's not really... It's not really four in a row, though, is it? No. You know, it's sort of three and a half. Well, I and would quarter. say, because if you look at the standings before lockdown, those South African teams looked pretty hot as well. Yeah, they and did, yeah. The Sharks especially looked hot. So I, you can't, I can't fully say it's a fourth title. Yeah. But it's the best they're going to get, isn't well, it? Well, exactly, yes, under the current circumstances. Shall we plug ourselves very, very briefly? Yes, let's do Can we just say, if you like the show, recommend it to your friends, yeah. subscribe. If you've got friends, that is. Possibly if you like the show, you <laughs> may not have any friends. <laughs> That's why they're listening to it, mate. Uh, and uh, send us an email to yes, say yeah, uh, yeah, to yeah. Su- for, uh, for support. But we've had some great emails in recently, have Toby. We? Uh, great listeners' questions, oh, and we did have a we did have a couple of questions asking us about new new to rugby the, the supporters. Oh, good! And they're asking us simple things. So I will spend simple some time things, things yes. like That's why all. why does sometimes the person that kicks the ball out. They get the line out, but sometimes they don't oh, get the line yeah. out, things like that. See, so, that's beyond, that's over my head. <laughs> so I'll leave I, it to you. I will, I will answer those questions if you have been emailing in. But uh, yeah, send us an email saying uh, why yeah. you like the show and what you like the most. A lot of people are saying the quiz, mate. 
They like the quiz. They like the quiz. You I hate, hate the, the quiz. quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I text you every week. Uh, quiz or not? Yeah. Uh, are we the quiz or are we not the quiz? I've got I've got some good questions actually. Yeah, when you get into the quiz, you love the yeah, quiz. Really. I do love the quiz. Don't you? I just anyway, mate. Breaking news. Yes. First one up, James Lowe. He's left New Zealand. He's been over an island for he's I been, think yeah, three a while. years. Yeah. And he's a heck of a player. He's and a player. Andy Farrell saying, welcome. We, we're, we're more than happy wow. to have you in the training squad. See, my uh, I went to school with a, a guy called um, Jamison Gibson Park. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, him? Yeah, good so player. He played, he played for the Hurricanes and, and then the Blues. Yep. And then he's gone to Leinster and plays with Lowe. So that might be sort of in his timeline maybe in the future. You know, get an Irish cap or something like that because he's played for the played for the Māori All Blacks and all that sort of yes. thing so yes and he's a heck of a player I mean he was he was close to being an All Black yeah but never quite got there no that's held right. on for as long as he could before well, he, that's right before he left off so that would be a great signing because he's a heck of a player he can yes. play it on the wing could play it full back I think back, he can play it full back as well and he possibly yeah. could play in the centres yeah good and they, player and they good are a little feet. bit light in the centres good guy as well just a good guy have you heard, like, he's so funny. Have you seen some clips of no. him? No. Oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a good lad. Yeah, he's a crack up. Next one up is uh, one third of yes, the Stade Fra- Francais uh, squad has tested positive. Apparently that's gone up to a half now. Is it really? <laughs> I, think they, they, I think they had a team barbecue and it went up to a half. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got it. Wow. But, but they're denying it. They're saying it's absolutely ridiculous. So but who's made the allegations then? The papers? I think the people that tested them. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, actually. <laughs> yeah. So interesting, though, isn't it? That, you know, we as we look at COVID, we, we could see that Auckland's just gone into lockdown. Yeah, we, yeah. Potentially. Well, the Blues might not be playing the Crusaders. Imagine if it had come down to that. What a game. As it still will be a great game. It still will be a great game. Yeah, yeah. But what if it. I know. Like, what if it got cancelled because of the COVID, and then? Do you, you reckon? Know. Do you reckon they just won't play it, or do you reckon they'll play for the coin? Do you reckon they'll play at Christchurch? They might play Christchurch. Yeah, potentially. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Maybe if they're in lockdown, they can't leave Auckland. The players. Well, I'm not really too sure. I think they can still go out into public, but they've got to wear face masks and restaurants are closed and all that sort of thing. Okay. Now, South African uh, France, uh, franchises. franchises. Set, it's been a long September, day, mate. Been a long day. for September games as COVID restrictions ease. That's good news. Great news. Yeah. Great news for the rugby championship, yes, isn't that it? Is. It's all coming together <laughs> very nicely. It's all been stitched together nicely. And what we want to see is rugby on the TV. It would. Yeah. I'd just love to see how the Sharks finish up and whether the Sharks are like as, are as good see, as they were before. I would like lockdown. to see if it's similar to uh, New Zealand Super Rugby or Australian Super Rugby. I think, unfortunately, a f- quite a few players have left, haven't they? Yes. So it might be not as strong. Which is a shame because if they had be. stayed, then they probably uh, will play rugby before anyone else in yes. Europe. Although here in England... Um, they're set to play at the end of the month, aren't they? Set to play in a week's time. A week, there you go, yeah. So, but do uh, you know what? It's not the same without crowds. No. And they won't have crowds, will no. they? No. They just won't have crowds. But it'd be great. Yes, oh, good next, for them as well, you know. The next story up, I love this. 
Springboks number eight, Dwayne Vermeulen, is a victim of a blackmail plot. After criminals hacked into his email. That's funny. That is funny. They, they obviously did not know who they were hacking no, into. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> a big mountain, eh? It's like, oh, oh. oh possibly. He could use that, that phrase that I've always wanted to use, but obviously can't use, which is, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> so they um, messaged him on WhatsApp, didn't they? And they had his ID number, login for emails, uh, PayPal, Instagram, Twitter, and told him they were going to take over his WhatsApp unless they got $500. <laughs> Obviously didn't know who it was. One of the messages was that he attempted to block them on WhatsApp. Things would only get worse for him. Huh. Ridiculous. $500. Come on. Anyway. No idea. They know no. I, no, I just thought it was funny because they obviously had no idea who they were talking no. to. No. And the last story we've got is that Andre Pollard yeah. set to become Premiership's highest paid player, which makes no sense because he's getting paid exactly the same amount as the New Zealand winger fullback. I've lost the plot here. Winger full from Bristol, played oh, at Bristol. Um, uh, we should know this. It's on the end of my tongue. I know. It's on the end of my tongue. Anyway, we'll come back to us. It'll come back to us. Yeah, so he's getting paid a million pounds a year. Wow, so that's he, a lot he, of money. He's getting paid at the moment seven hundred. Charles Pietau. Charles Pietau. Yes, good player. Um, so he's getting paid seven hundred thousand. At the moment, at Montpellier, and he's reported to being offered one million to move well, to Bath, and they desperately, country. they desperately need a fly half. Yeah, he'd be a great signing. Fantastic signing. Still young. He's only twenty six years old. Um, good kicker, good runner. He's a big boy as well, and he's not going to be taken out of your team every time England have a game. No, that's right. So. That's another plus, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. You're going to get yeah. more miles out of his legs than you yeah. would a Welsh or an English fly half who, who's who's playing, you know, for their country. Could have, I mean, he wasn't really in our top four fly halves in the world, though. No. So just imagine how much he? Bowden Barrett, Richie Mawanga. Imagine if Bowden Barrett went over went overseas. Well, you just think about Daniel Carter. How much did he get? He got a lot. He got a lot. Yeah. And he's still going, isn't he? Yeah. Will he play on the weekend, do you think, Dan Carter against the Crusaders? And I'd uh, like to see him, but has he still got an injury? I don't know. No, neither. We so. will see on Thursday when the teams when the get come out. Yeah. taken out. It is now time to review this weekend's matches. Yeah. First so, game? Ooh. Yes, review the weekend's matches. Yeah. Yes. You had it right the first time. Gonna, nice one. I often get it wrong, don't nice I? Nice one, bud. <laughs> uh, Hurricanes Chiefs 31-18 Again the Chiefs just Didn't turn up really did they They couldn't score tries They just were lost weren't they yeah. They they didn't play badly But at key moments They really Did not Did not know how to get the ball Over the try line Correct 
at the right time. They sometimes they were taking kicks at goal when they shouldn't have taken kicks at goal. No. Sometimes they were kicking for the for the corner when they should have been taking kicks for goal. Again, we, we've said it before. You know, the decision making on the pitch. Yeah, wasn't now, up to scratch. Can you can you can you sort of track that back to um, Warren Gatlin, or do you leave that up to the players? I think at the start of the year. They were they were playing Aaron Cruden a lot at ten. Yeah, and after lockdown, they've moved away from Aaron Cruden playing at ten to give well, trust Cruden, trust trust a go. Cruden wasn't even on the bench. Is Cruden injured? No. No. Why? Why would? Why would you not play him? He he. he every time I've seen him play, he's played he's really been, well. He's been fantastic. But he's not going to be there next year. So right. mate, they're trying to build for the future. Right, so where's he going next year then? Oh, he's off to Japan to make more money or something like that, isn't he? Oh, Geordie Barrett, mate. Geordie Barrett, what a massive tackle. It's <laughs> huge. Absolutely. If you haven't seen the, the the match's highlights, I watched this match not live but on, on catch-up, and oh my God, yeah. I've not seen a bigger tackle from a kind of a fullback before, I don't yeah. think it was absolutely monstrous. Yeah, and he had another great game. But he is a massive human being, so you can see he's a big lump. He's like six foot. He's like six foot five. Six foot five. Yeah, has a face the size of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> How? Um, who? Who offloaded to Umanga Jensen to score that try? I can't remember now. A uh, winger. Was it winger? I think it might have been the winger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Goosen. Wes. And that was mates. funny, wasn't it? Because he did, oh, he did he get it back and go. He's like, how did that happen? Yeah, how did I get that back? <laughs> that was class. Good, was great try, try, wasn't it? And he played another great game. Yes. Umanga Jensen. Yeah, I agree. Did he play better than uh, Anton Leonard Brown? Oh, I mean, I, I'm... My verdict's out on Anton Leonard for me. Yeah. He tries to go round players too much. Yeah, he doesn't have the pace, does he? Uh, I don't I think he's quite quick, but... Yeah, but I, you've got to be absolutely rapid. I just think... Got to be Rico. Umanga Jensen can be direct. He yep. can go round you. Whereas Anton Leonard Brown consistently tries to go round you. And he, he needs that weapon of to go through. Yeah. He's a heck of a player. And he's played great. And he's and he's got lots of raps from people. Brandon Enor? Better than Brandon Enor? Well, yeah, he is. Braden Enor is a very good defensive player, and he's yeah. very quick. Yes. But he's got a lot to learn, doesn't he? Still young. Damien McKenzie. You know, better this weekend, but... He just ran a crossfield the whole game. A couple of times, yeah. And you're like, straighten up, use your footwork, you know, mismatch against the, you know, the forwards. The big names just didn't seem to be clicking. No, I mean, this game was the was the... When I was watching it, I thought the Chiefs did not play great. No. And it's the first time I've thought that for a while. Every, even though they've been losing, I've still thought they've played well. Yes. But on this occasion, I didn't think that they played well. I just think that they didn't know how to win. No. They didn't know how to get over the try line. But they were never moments. really in the game. No, they were never in this game, were they? No. And they never, ever looked like winning it. No. And we said no. that they were going to win it. And they no, never look like winning that's it. That's not true. I didn't say they were going to win it. We said they were had to win it. I said they had to win it, but I said the um, Hurricanes were going to win because they're my team, remember? The last one, I, I just want to cut. TJ Perinara, 
after a very slow start to the season, has been absolutely sensational. And there's a couple of things he did in this game that I really picked up on. You watch him off the back of the scrum. His eyes are scanning. And what he's looking to do is he's looking to get certain players to suck in on him before he passes the ball. And he does it consistently. And he tries puts, to almost make eye contact with them, doesn't that's he? That's right, yeah. And he did it consistently yeah. in this game, and he just put player after player through. Yeah. A little bit like Aaron Smith tends to do as well, put players through. But yes. he, puts it, he puts it through with the pass, yeah. whereas TJ puts it through with a, a little run first to then pass. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what more can you say? This is where the question comes out. Old school fullbacks... Versus new school fullbacks. So, Damien McKenzie is like a second pivot. Yes, yeah. Bowden Barrett, when he plays at fullback, is like a second pivot. Yes. But but Damien McKenzie running in a, into a back line, he is quick. He's got great feet. And he's, yeah, outside that's how, 13. I think that's how he plays best, though. Yeah, but he's Does not it, doing it, is he? Because no. he's being told, probably, Correct. we want the second pivot, we want the second pivot. And then you go old school, and you go, Will Jordan. Old school. He doesn't come in on the second pivot, and he's very it's effective. Because he's rubbish. Geordie <laughs> Barrett isn't a second pivot. He no. comes in hard and has done really well this year. Yeah. Even the Duffster for the uh, Auckland the Duff, Blues. The Duffster. Yeah. You know Duffy, he's yeah. a you know and not and again old school. If you want to think about how they're talking about second yeah. pivots, and they're all really effective. Yes. I think forget about the second pivot. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. Especially when you've got Damien McKenzie or Bowden Barrett. They're basically just playing another 10. I know. Let Damien McKenzie rip it up out wide. Well, let him play his position 15. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, next game, mate. Crusaders, Highlanders. Should we leave this one to the end? Should we go and do the Australian conference Why? now? Why? Just because it, it Why deserves... Why do we have to do the Hurricanes first then? Well, we shouldn't have really, should no, we? No, exactly. We shouldn't have. Poor from you. The Rebels v the Brumbies. I did not see it coming. Nope. <laughs> 30 points to 12. Didn't see it coming at all. The The Rebels, to be fair, turned up to play rugby. The conditions were not great. Both, it, both of the Australian games, it was like torrential rain. The Brumbies didn't want to play. No. The Brumbies wanted to scrum, and that they, they're really struggling with the scrum. They wanted to line out. They didn't get the chances. No. They only scored through rolling malls again. The Brumby, the I tell you what, they do have a bloody good rolling mall, though. They have a great yeah. rolling mall. Which is weird because they don't have a very good scrum. They used to. I don't know what's happened to yeah. their scrum, but it, it, they can't rely on it now, can they? No, that's right. But yeah. I tell you who played fantastic for the Rebels yet again was Matt Tamua. Yeah, I was just about Absolute to say. Absolute class. Yeah. And I, I actually think that their back line... Worked very well. But Matt Tamua, world-class 12. Yeah, well, well, he normally plays 10, doesn't he? He has been playing 10. Yeah. Reese Hodge finally has turned up. Yeah. Frank Lamane, the Fijian scrum half, looked great. And he hasn't been playing much this year, so it's great that he's been playing. Yeah. And really, they this is the first time I've seen the Rebels really up their game yeah. and show just what they can do. But um, who was the most impressive? Uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name? Who? Oh no, that no, he plays for the um, uh, he plays for the Reds. I think for the Reds. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I, I actually think, uh, is it Nicerani at eight had another absolute barnstorming no, game? No, he is a huge human, isn't he? Yeah. He got the ball over the game Against line. Pete many. Samu as well. And Pete Samu is in the Australian setup. And, um, like you say, sort of made him look like, almost made him look like a schoolboy. I just think the Brumbies didn't turn up. They had a real tight game yeah. last week. Uh, they obviously fell off the, the wagon. They don't want to play. They don't want to use their very good back line that they've got. They want to just use their forward pack. Well, I tell you and what, they got matched. the Brumbies played, and this may offend some people, the Brumbies played like a lot of English teams in the wet. Keep it in the forwards, keep it in the forwards, keep it in the forwards. Don't give the backs a, a run-in. And then when the, you know, the Rebels kept it in the forwards and then gave it to their backs and their backs scored tries it, you know to be to be absolutely honest as soon as it started raining I thought oh well the Brumbies have definitely I thought they were going to win it anyway and then and then they uh, you know starts raining I'm thinking they've got no chance the Rebels Rebels turned up Brumbies didn't yeah. just yeah. shows if you don't turn up you'll lose yes exactly doesn't matter how good you've been and oh, have the Brumbies been good this year They've been good before lockdown. Have they yes. been good after lockdown? Not really. They're not a bit really. like the Chiefs. They've been well. They've they've been winning. Yes, but you know what I mean. But like, not. Yeah. But not really putting yeah. out great performances. No. Waratahs versus the Reds. Didn't pick this one. <laughs> Whoa! Didn't pick this one at all. Forty-five twelve. It was forty nil. I think. Yes. At one point. Yes, it was. Oh and my! And it was forty nil. I think I've written it down here. It was forty-five nil. At 52 minutes. Ridiculous, eh? 45 nil. And actually, I actually... How? It was 38 nil at half time. Yes. And how... And oh, I watched this game, and I, it was really... It was a great game of rugby. Yeah. It was a great game of rugby. How they did not continue to score. How the, the end product was not 60, 70 points. Yeah, because I know. they were unlucky. They had disallowed yes. tries. Yeah. They got over the line but couldn't quite get the ball down. Yeah. Very, very... Uh, actually, can I just go through the, 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 the teams and I'll tell you why I think the New South Wales Waratahs won. Jack Maddox, very good on this occasion. Yeah. Carmichael Hunt, class. Yeah, he's actually coming to zone, isn't he? Will Harrison and James Ram, class in this game. Jake Gordon, three tries in 27 minutes. Yeah, ridiculous. Hasn't been playing much. No. Michael Hooper oh. was absolutely... Based like a boxer. Oh, I totally really did agree. Really did, proper. Those brows. Brows. And the list goes on, whereas you go over to the Reds, and basically it was like they didn't really care, which no, is awful. Right. Yeah. I know that their coach, who uh, who's a tough old man, is uh, not going to accept that. But, I mean, basically, we even had Tupo chewing gum. I know. He is a huge, but huge If you're going to chew gum, mate. You've got to be good. You've got to be good and you've got to win. Yeah. And uh, they didn't. And there was absolutely nothing coming off the bench. No. They didn't even. If you looked at their stats on how quick they get off the ground. So once the one of the biggest stats that, Eddie Jones looks at, um, Joe Smith looks at. Is this is the players getting off the ground? The players, once they've made a tackle, how quickly they get back, back to, their, to feet their feet and in the line, I reckon the Reds stat, stat for that would have been shocking. You're the statistician, mate. Come on. Absolutely shocking. So, 
Um, yeah, I, I put down here, got to give it to Ram, real class winger for the Tars. Yeah. Carmichael Hunt, strong match. Tars, backs, very impressive. Reds forwards at set pieces were very poor. Yeah. You know, scrums, lineouts, uh, it all went wrong for them. And I put down here, when the Reds watch the video back, they will be disappointed yeah. because of lack of effort. Lots of walking. And the last one is, Reef's not fit enough. Second half, lots of poor decisions. Huffing and puffing. Yeah. Go for a few more runs. To be fair, I think across the board this week or last weekend, these games, the refs weren't that good. The refs have been really poor, haven't yeah. they? Like in the New Zealand games, there were loads of forward, like easy forward passes that they should have picked up. You're not talking about Crusaders, are no, you? No, no, I'm talking about both games. You know, just in general play, not scoring, but just in general play. And you're like, how have you missed that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely kind of thing, agree. You know? I would think that there's been a couple of occasions where the referee, and I can't remember which one it was, it was definitely the Australian games, they just penalised rather than playing any advantage. So, like, scrum goes down. Yeah. I hate that when the, when the, the ball's at down. the back of the, the scrum and it goes down. Just leave it. Hang on, I've got even better than that. The, the, the scrum's gone down. The ball's got to the back. The, the nine has passed the ball to ten. The ball is in ten's hands. He stops it at that point. Oh, let's reset, fellas. Let's reset. And you're like... Scrum's gone down. No, don't reset. <laughs> Just leave it. Yeah, so... That annoys me. But it was a little bit of a topsy-turvy game, wasn't it, in, with the Australians? 45-12, I wouldn't have picked that. No. And in the earlier game, which was the Rebels-Brumbies, 30 points to 12, and you Would, wouldn't have picked wouldn't that have either. Wouldn't have picked that. So, yeah. will the Western Force... Beat the Tars. Yes, come on. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll happen, but come on. The last game, my man. The yes. last game. Crusaders, Highlanders, cracking. Was a cracking game, wasn't it? Oh. What was this, it? 31 something? 32 22. 32 22. I think that's exactly the scoreline that I said plus 10. Did you? Plus 10 win. Now, I will admit that for most of this match, I was absolutely. Packing myself. Most of the match, I was so angry, especially the second half. It was just like the Highlanders were so unlucky, and the Crusaders, the rubber, the green kept on. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. That's why they won. Okay. So I, I when don't Bryn think, Hall, when oh, Bryn Hall was over the try line and gets the ball knocked out from behind him, <laughs> that's just you can't say the rubber, the green. I'm sorry, but has gone their way. That's that's poor from from um, Hall. He should have scored that. He's slowed down and he's dived. I don't. I, I don't think he did slow down. He did. You, if you watch it back, I have watched he's, it back. He's slowed down, and it's just poor, poor rugby from him. Josh Mackay, though, I, I oh, think how I don't, fast is he? That's what I'm saying. You're saying he's slowed down. I'm saying Josh Mackay's fast. Yeah, but still, he should have had the ball in a different position, and he should have been able to score that. He was over the line. That's poor. Oh, I don't think he Brun was Hall. over the line, was he? Well, he wasn't. Well, he, wasn't he was just half a meter. Yeah, poor rugby. Half a meter. Anyway, half a meter before the line. He Jack- played really well, though. Other than that, Bryn Hall. Yeah, I agree. And he got he got whipped, didn't he? From it, he got whipped <laughs> straight away. Yeah, he did. It's funny. Uh, Jack Goodhue didn't play well. I didn't think he was probably the only person in that Crusaders backline that wasn't that good. You didn't think Goodhue did. 
I thought Goodhue was amazing. No, I he he more often than not he didn't make the advantage line. I think in this game, it does highlight why I think someone like uh, you know other centres yeah. can see something in him because I saw him set up his back line so many times. You think Will Jordan, Siverys, um and uh, George Bridge yeah. featured so many times yeah, in this did, match. Yeah. And none of that was from Braden Enor. No. It all came through So Jack why have Goodhue. you got a red star next to Braden Enor? Well, what I've got here is I've got Will Jordan was superb in this match. I know he wasn't... He didn't feature that much, did he? But what he did was exceptionally good. Mm. High balls, yeah. running back from deep. Sivir Reese was amazing. Do you reckon Sivir Reese was good? I think he was outstanding in this game. Uh, Braden Enor, his defence is something to behold. He shut down so many of what the Highlanders could have done. Yeah. And then you go Jack Goodhue, George Bridge, Richie Milwanga. Just wow. Oh, see, I, I disagree with you on all of those. I don't think they played that well. They played good as a group, as yes, a collective. as a group, that's what I mean. But individually, I don't reckon they were any better than the Highlanders' back line. What I would say to you is this. As a group, they were exceptional. Yes. From 9 to 15, they were exceptional. You don't need to be good individually. You need to be good collectively, and that's exactly what they were. Oh, right. I thought you were starring them because they were good individually. No. Okay. No. Um, and then the biggest change, though, mate, is you look at the substitutes. Yeah, nothing. So Highlanders off the bench had nothing. Yeah, Tell I me agree. something good that one of the Highlanders' bench did. Well, I, I couldn't tell you, if I'm honest. Tell me something feature. good that the Crusaders' bench did. Yeah, see, I, I wouldn't... Just like, I'm finding it hard to talk about this. <laughs> is it that... I mean, okay, let's just sum it up. Highlanders were... You, you may as well just pretty star the whole team, man. But that's what I mean. All of these players, apart from... I don't from, think they deserve to win. Apart from Brett Cameron and... I don't even know who that Lester, is. <laughs> yeah? They all were fantastic off the bench. That was the difference. You go 60, 70 minutes... Harvili was good when he came on, Absolutely. Actually, yeah. You think, right, 60 minutes... What did Ollie Yeager do well? Well, he got, he got nudged, didn't he? He got smacked in the face and went down and then got blasting off. <laughs> but he's a heck of a player, isn't he? Wow. Coming off the bench. Obviously, you know, yellow card. It's all worth it, isn't <laughs> That's it? Bad. But That's 60, bad. 70 points, the Highlanders looked like they were going to win. They should have won. And then the bench gets unloaded and they get blown away. They get blown away. Yeah. Do you think... Um so one of the Crusaders tries, there was a forward pass involved. Do you think that would have changed the game if it was disallowed, or do you think... I didn't see a forward pass. Okay. I saw... The ruling on forward pass yeah. is it has to leave the hands forward. Forward. Okay? Yeah. If you spot on all of those occasions, I think all of those balls leave the hands with this ball spiralling backwards. Right. I do agree that if you possibly drew a line. But I'm just saying, I mean, I know what four passes, but do yeah. you think it would have changed the game? Or do you yes. think the Crusaders still would have won? No. I think it was that close. Yeah. It was that close. The Crusaders, if they hadn't scored when they did and score those two tries, mm. 
They weren't going to get I, over the I line. I still think they would have won, but it wouldn't have been by those 10 points. I still think they were, like you say, as a team, they were a lot better, but it would have been a lot closer. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the the Highlanders team, you go, Josh Mackay was a real talent. You know well, he normally he plays play at well. 10? You know he normally plays at 10? Yeah, but he didn't play that well. Oh, I think he did. He, he, he touched the ball a couple of times. Defensively, he was all right. Yeah. But in a big it. match like Mitch this, Hunt didn't def- see him. Michael Mitch, no, Collins, no, Mitch, Mitch Hunt. I absolutely agree. Michael Collins, they they were not very effective. No, but Josh Uani, I mean, wow, great player. Yeah, great he's, player. He's a good youngster, isn't he? Aaron Smith, wow. Yeah, they ran so hard off nine, but they were they were wide, which I haven't seen yeah. a lot this this year. So they were running really hard off nine out that little bit wider. And Dylan Hunt, he's got like superpowers. He's the same size as me or you, and he's just a mutant, isn't he? Putty Putty Parkinson. Oh. He went off. Do you think that changed a bit as well? Definitely. He, when he, I mean, some of his offloads yeah. were just awesome. For a big man, they're good, I, aren't they? I just really liked the way that they played, the Highlanders. They play attractive rugby. Great rugby, yeah. Didn't, 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 don't, don't just kick the ball away. No. Play from deep, recycle, run yeah. onto the ball really, really hard. I thought Ash Dixon was excellent again. And what I really liked was Ash Dixon's interview before the match started. Oh, I didn't see that. And he said, you know, the Highlanders are made up of basically a whole bunch of players that no one else wants. Correct. So you go Josh Mackay, Cantab. Yeah. You go... Mitch Hunt. He's a Cantab. Well, he's played for Canterbury. Yeah, sorry. You go um, Jack Wetton, not wanted in Auckland. Yeah. Um... Ash Dixon, he's a Cantab, but he's played for the Blues. I think, it or might no, be the, the, Blues. the Hurricanes beforehand. Oh, right, okay. Dane Coles couldn't get a game, so you know had yeah. to move. The, a lot of them, and they're just the ones that I know. But I think I think you're right with what you said earlier. I think as soon as the Crusaders unloaded their bench, that changed the game. Yeah, it didn't weaken the squad. No, it just gave it more energy. Yes. And, and I think the, the Highlanders got their game plan right. They had, I mean, the players really couldn't have applied the game plan any better. Yeah. The intercept try was a was a moment That where, was unlucky. So that intercept try it, and the Braden... It was a 14-point try. Yes. Cause yeah. we are, and, and that try and when Bryn Hall got the ball knocked yeah. out, I thought it might not be our day. No. Question for you. If the Crusaders had have lost... That Highlanders match, yeah, would they have still won the competition? Probably, yeah. No, you don't think so. No chance. Why not? The Blues at home. I know that they're in lockdown and whatnot, right? The Blues at home to win the whole competition with the team that the Blues have got. I couldn't see the Blues losing. I think the Crusaders have a better team. I'm surprised to hear that. Really? I just think in real key positions they have more firepower. The Blues have so much firepower. Yeah, but so, and so do the Crusaders. But where the Crusaders are really let down is in their in their loose forwards, and the, the Blues are blown oh, off the park. Tom Sanders, <laughs> I, why is he in the team? Hang on, this is what why I hate. Is Tom Sanders. This in is the team? what I hate about sports reporters. Right, Tom Sanders is a heck of a trier. Right, yes, that's it. Got no hands. No hands. He's quite strong. 
but that's about it, right? Yeah. He's a trier. He loves his rugby. He plays. He yeah, loves his, his rugby. I love gives my rugby. Gives us all. So right? do I. Why am I not in the Crusaders? He scores that try against the Chiefs with Damien McKenzie coming across. Oh, that was a fantastic try. Right? And, every, and everyone starts saying how good he is. I'm no, like, no, he's not that good. No. And he was terrible. He didn't even match. have a good game in that match. No. He scored a good try, granted, although Damien McKenzie gave him a good go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's all he did. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah. this is what, you know, it's like one minute they're rubbish and the next minute they're amazing. Yeah. And it's like, come on. Come on. Anyway. Anyway. Those are the games, mate. Yes. So. They were good. They were, they were good. good. Next up, we are going to get to go through some of our listeners' questions. Ooh. We've got some um, some great ones. This is from James from Twitter. Will Australia relaxing the ghetto rule help or hinder them as a country moving forward. So, to give you a bit more information about this, they're going to change the ghetto rule. It's going to go. And they're going to say, we can pick any five players from overseas. Right, okay. Five of them to play for Australia at any one point. Wow. Interesting. Floodgates opened. Surely? Ghetto rule meant that you had to play, you know, 60-odd matches. yeah. Will it help or hinder? Um, help them in the short term. It will help them in the short term because then they can bring people back. But will it keep people or will it keep more players in the country? Probably not. If you're Michael Hooper. Oh, right. bang. See you later, son. If you're Michael Hooper, let's rewind the clock three or four years. You'd go overseas, still play. The only reason why he stayed is because he's captain and he's getting paid a heck, of a, lot. a heck of a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say it's going to hinder them in the long term, but in the short term, it will obviously help them. Yes. What's really interesting is when I do look at the Australian conference, I do think they've got a good team. They've like, got a good team. Like the Wallabies will still be good. Yes. Yeah, they will. They, they always will be. But they've got some diamonds amongst a whole bunch of coal, mate. Do you know what I mean? They've got yeah, some. They do. They've got they some do. diamonds amongst the bricks. Yeah, I'd love to see an All Blacks Wallaby game in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you see, I think that even oh, the you know New Zealand would absolutely wipe the floor. I'm not with sure them. they would. I don't think they will. No, they've got enough quality there. Yeah. to to give us. Do a they bit. have a good? I'm not sure they have a good bench. No, I think That's they'd struggle off the bench. They struggle if they have injuries. Yes. Do you know, they'll have a decent front-line player, but they might not be able to bring them off the bench at the same level. Yes, agreed. But interesting, eh? Because, you know, if they relax the ghetto rule, South Africa basically have no rule. Yes. Basically, it's just New Zealand. I know. And England and Ireland, I suppose. But, you know, it's a little bit bit easier for it because they get paid more money. Well, they do. Yeah, it's a lot easier for England I just hope New Zealand don't relax their rules because we will be... But Shot we'll, to pieces. Yeah, no, well, will we, though? Will we see a lot more youngsters coming through and finding really, really good talent that way? Maybe, but only short term. Yeah. Only short term where, like, you know, you have a bit of a bump. Colin. Yeah. Colin. Colin Creevy. <laughs> no, Colin <laughs> Welsh. Yeah, no, Colin Creevy is a um, Harry Potter character. Anyway, Colin Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mate, I'm not going to read everything you said, but he's a, he's a fan. He's, he's in the United States. He's never really been exposed to the sport, which right. is great. And yeah. he's asked the question of, if you had absolutely no ties to any franchise, yeah. who would you choose and why and how would it go about? What, why, Super what, rugby who franchise. Should you, who should you support, is what he's trying to say. Oh, in, the, in New Zealand? Well, or just uh, in let's, general. Let's go. Let's go New Zealand. Okay. Let's say Super Rugby in general. Who would you support? Okay. Well, you because you're a glory hunter, you'd probably choose the Crusaders. Uh, could you ask? What me, about, can you ask me another question? What? What about the? Can Highland? you ask me another question? No. <laughs> no. Because ask me this question. Okay. When did you? When did? When did you start to support the Crusaders? Ask me that question. When did I? No, me. Ask me. Go on. When did you start supporting the Crusaders? When did Super Rugby start? Uh, 94? So basically when Super Rugby started, I supported the Crusaders because they were in my region. Yeah. Mm. When did you start supporting... um, The Hurricanes. Hurricanes or the Chiefs or the I like the underdogs. I I just like rugby, mate. I enjoy rugby. Um, But to answer his question, it's actually a really tough question. I think it's easy for me. Highlanders, because they play the most attractive rugby. I say the Highlanders Do too. You? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Go the Highlanders, and yes. I'll tell you the reason why. Why? Shirts, yes. caps, and the way they play. Oh, Swan Drive. <laughs> yeah, the way they play, but also their team is, like you say, they're just a good team. They've got no world beaters. They've got no super... I mean, they do have a couple of superstars, but compared to the other four teams they're not they're a proper New Zealand I mean if you ever go to New Zealand and you go to Dunners you know you're in New Zealand if you go down south you know you're in New Zealand they've all got six toes on one foot and three eyes and all that sort of jazz the deep south they roll their R's from the deep south (laughs) they do don't they so yes go the Highlanders Go the Highlands in New Zealand. Yeah. If you're going to go Australia, I would say the Rebels. Yeah, I agree. Go Rebels. Yeah. You know they're the underdogs. Always go the underdogs, don't you? Yes. So what you want to do is support them when they weren't good and follow them all the way through. Yeah. In the South African, I'd go the Sharks. Yeah. Because they're on a, they're on an upward crest, crest riding the wave at the moment, but they've struggled in the past. So, um, Colin, that's who we would go for. Yes. Colin, let us know who you'd go for. Because yes. he hasn't he hasn't told us there, has he? No. He's sort of asking for our advice, which yes. is very rare. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure why he's done that. <laughs> and the last one is Dave from David. Big D. And he's basically cutting a very long story short. He's got two questions, but we're just going to do one for today. What has surprised you most about this season's play? We're talking about have they played differently since they've been um Split off. New Zealand, yeah. Have they played differently? I'm not sure they have. They've car- I mean, each game has been like a derby, but have the teams played differently in general? I think the Chiefs have changed the way they play. So the Chiefs have, yeah. The Blues yeah, have I got um, Bowden, and that's made a big difference. Yes. I would say that what has surprised me is how badly the Chiefs have done. I never no, would have no. picked that. 
uh, how well the Crusaders have still fought through. Yeah. When I thought well, that they might they've be, they've just stayed the same, haven't they? Yeah, I Stages thought they might be high, high standards. You look at how many players left last year. I thought that the risk would catch up and maybe surpass. That might come next year. Yeah. Uh, Hurricanes are surprised they were terrible before the lockdown, and they've really they've uh, come they've back, really come back own, in, yeah. which is great. I'm surprised by how many people have turned up to the crowds to watch the matches. It's been fantastic. I'm a little bit surprised to, to see. To be fair, if you look, I watched the Hurricanes again, and I was like, oh, they've got no one in the stands. But there were still about 17,000 people there. I think they have that, they have that area, don't they, that they just don't but put But it's also in. such a big stadium. Yeah. But then you look at the Blues, you look at Eden Park, that's such a big stadium, and that's you've said it's sold out. Yes, it's sold out by Wednesday. Yeah. So, the, you know, after tickets yeah. on sale. So, yeah, um, I'm a little bit surprised by how weak Australia was. Yes. But they've really improved. They you know, have. The, the quality of the games it has was, improved. Why, why do you think initially they weren't very good? No training? Crowds making a difference. Too many young players for a start. They've got a bit more experience and, and that's made a difference. Yeah. And, and and what has surprised me about the, the Australian conference is how up and down it's been. You know, like the Reds one week will look really good and then yeah. this week they look terrible. The Rebels have got the players but haven't produced the performances. The Brumbies were like absolutely on fire before and lockdown they, and, they and they're like running out of gas now. Yes. So it's that's been interesting, that is for sure. I agree. It is time for Z quiz. Z quiz, right? I love the quiz. Can yes, you, tell? you do love the quiz. Shall we just check that everything's working? So that's for me. Yes, no, that's, that's for you. you. That's, that's working. for you, mate. That's for Wrong you. is working for you. Well done. Right, shall I go first then? As in, shall I ask you first? You always ask me first, okay. big fella. Oh, I've got to hide my face again. Okay, first one. Numero uno. Who has scored the least amount of tries so far in Super Rugby Aotearoa? Chiefs, Hurricanes, Highlanders, or the Blues? As you can see, I didn't put the Crusaders on there because they've scored a lot. <laughs> is, this, is this Super Rugby? Since Aotearoa. So Super Rugby Aotearoa. Only Aotearoa. That's mm. the question. <laughs> That is the question. <laughs> okay, so who scored the least? Why are you bringing it up? You, no, no, you're no. cheating. Don't no, cheat. No, no, no. This is do not cheat. This is different. This is different. I promise you. Don't cheat. You'll find out when I go for my questions next. Don't cheat. Um. Okay. So who you're who scored cheating, the least? You? Who scored the you're least? Cheating. Who scored you're the least? Cheating. I don't like that. What? It's don't n- cheat. Oh, okay. I'm going to say the least, the yes. least tries. The least amount of tries. Who's the other? Uh, the Chiefs, Hurricanes, Highlanders and the Blues. Mm. I would say the Highlanders, but I, I... See, you've got the answers there, man. Is the Highlanders right? No, you, you haven't made a decision, but I know you've got the answers there. I can, uh, is the Highlanders, I can tell. Is the Highlanders correct? I can tell. I want to say the Highlanders. Okay, you are correct. Excellent. Now, the reason why I say that is because yep. it was between the Chiefs and the Highlanders. In reality, the Blues have scored a truckload, the Crusaders have scored a truckload, and the Hurricanes have scored a truckload. 
They have. Yeah, I, so the so it's the Highlanders with eleven. Yes. You can tell me the rest because you've got it on your screen. Because you. The no, Highlanders haven't scored eleven. The Highlanders have only scored eleven tries. In Super Rugby Aotearoa. Yes. You're wrong. No. I'm going to ask you my question now. Okay. In Super Rugby overall. Yeah. Yeah. So Super Rugby since the start of the season. Okay. And the end of the season. Right, which is start of the season. Start of the season, so that includes Super Rugby as we knew it before lockdown, yeah, and Super Rugby after lockdown. Okay, okay. Which Australian team has scored the most tries? Which Australian team has scored the most tries? Both of those combined. Oh, well, it's not going to be the Western Force. No, because they've only been in one competition. Yes, correct. So I've got that right. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, the Brumbies were doing really well pre-lockdown, and they have been doing okay post-lockdown. They've been winning, but not playing that great, have they? No, correct. Yeah. Um, the Rebels have been doing okay in both, I think. Yeah. Or the Reds. Oh, it's a tough one. I w- I'm going to say the Brumbies. The Brumbies have scored the most. Yeah, just on um, post and pre-lockdown. Okay. Shall I? Yes, do do your thing. Wrong. It's wrong. It's the Reds, mate. The Reds. They've scored 32 tries. Right. The Brumbies have scored 18. Okay. The Rebels have scored 23. Yeah. And the Waratahs have scored only 15. Oh, wow. Ask me your next question. Um, who has received the most yellow cards and red cards in Super Rugby Aotearoa? Oh, that's a tough old question, isn't it? Reds and yellow, so anyone yep, seems off. Yeah. I'm just trying to use my brain. I know the Highlanders had one. I think the Crusaders had a few... I really don't know. I right. really do not know. So it's an absolute guess. I'm going to say the Crusaders have had the most. They haven't. They've only had three. Who, who's leading? Is it the Blues? Uh, the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes? Yeah, five yellow, one red. The Blues have had five yellow. So, yeah. Highlanders have four yellow. Crusaders only had two yellow and one red. Okay, my next question for you. Okay. This is how you'll know that I have not been cheating. Okay. Because all of my stats are for right, both maybe, competitions. Well, maybe I've got mine wrong then. Maybe I've got mine wrong. <laughs> okay, so which New Zealand team has got the most tries? All right, yeah, Crusaders. <laughs> You're saying Crusaders? The most tries. The most tries. Okay, carry on. Carry on your question, sorry. So the most tries over both competitions. Okay. Which team's got the most tries? The Crusaders. Final answer? Yeah. Ah. You're wrong, mate. I am wrong. The Chiefs have got 27. Okay. The Crusaders have got 26. Right. The Highlanders have got 11. Right. And the Hurricanes have got 22. So the Chiefs, who have played 
the worst after you know the lockdown period have still scored more tries than anyone else. Right. Okay. There you go. My last question, Tobois. Hang on. Yes, your last question. Who has been the most disciplined team in Super Rugby, Aotearoa, and has conceded the least amount of penalties? Definitely not the Crusaders. Is it uh, the Hurricanes, the Highlanders, the Crusaders, or the Blues? I'm going to say the Highlanders. I'm going to say the Highlanders have been the smartest team that I've seen, and therefore I think they've got the least amount of penalties. Final answer. Correct. You are correct. Just get that, eh? They're well coached. Yeah. So 46 penalties. I reckon the Crusaders are like, not double, but maybe 60. Uh, 67. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Crusaders get penalised way too much. My last question. So I've won. (laughs) Again. There you go. Um, my last question to you is, there's nine stats here on attack, okay? Yep. The Crusaders have won Super Rugby for a fourth time in a row. How many out of those stats have they won? So the stats are tries, meters carried, carries, average gain per player or per carry, clean breaks, Passes, offloads, turnovers conceded, and defenders beaten. So there's nine different categories. How many out of those nine have they won? So they didn't win the tries. So it's definitely not nine out of nine. Who's the team, sorry? The Crusaders. Crusaders. How many of those categories did they beat the other New Zealand franchises? So they didn't win the try, so that's, we're down to eight now, aren't we? We are. Um, remember, they have won the competition. Yeah, they have, yeah. Quite easily with a game a in game hand. game in hand. Uh, they won four others. I wouldn't have a clue. They've won seven out of nine. Seven out of nine? They've meters carried, carries, clean breaks, passes, offloads, Turnovers conceded yeah. and defenders beaten. Yeah, wow. They've won it all. Well, there you go. That, that that just shows how dominant they actually were. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, and it was a little bit of a surprise to me because I would have thought that the Blues would have won a number of those mm. categories. But, but, you know, like you say, the they've won it with a game in hand and that just shows you why. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Game in hand, and that yeah. shows you exactly why. Wow. So, mate, that is the end of the podcast. Yes. Another another, another week is gone. Yeah, hey, but we'll, our, we need to um, figure out who's going to win this week, though. Who's, oh, we do, don't we? We do. Yeah. Well, I didn't do that, did I? No. Our predictions for this week. The one thing I didn't do, but it's great to know that you're here to mop up my <laughs> ina- inaccuracies. I couldn't... So who have we got playing this weekend? We've obviously got got Crusaders Blues. Yes. If that game gets played. If it gets played, yeah, it'll be interesting. Who do you think will win? I think Razor's going to play 
and want to win. It's a massive derby game. It is, yeah. He's not going to chuck on all his younger players. He's had a lot of injuries this year, so therefore he's going to play a good team. Will he rest Richie Mwanga? I don't know. If he does, they'll lose. Yeah. If they, I just think now that they've won it, they might just really push on. Well, they should do. So I'm going to say Crusaders by five. Okay. Um, I will go. It'll be a tough game. It'll be a very tough game. Especially if well, they're not, they're not going to have forty five thousand at the game, though, are they? So no. Well, they might do. You never know. You never know. You never know what the New Zealand public will do. I think the Blues will win uh, by four. That's a great shout. It's a great shout. I can't I can't complain about that no. shout. It's a great shout. Then we've got uh, the Highlanders versus the Hurricanes. Yes. Who's going to win that one? Or I'd, <laughs> I'm going to go Hurricanes. I'm going to go the Highlanders. You're going to go the Highlanders? Yes, we are. Okay. We are different. I'm going to go the Hurricanes. Uh, I'm going to go the Hurricanes by 12. Really? That much? Yeah. I'm going to say the Highlanders by 10. By 10? <laughs> by that much? That's right. I reckon they're going to come good. They've improved every I, game I I've seen. I would like to see the Highlanders win. They've improved every they deserve, game I've seen. Them. They deserve to win. They do. Um, they do. Yeah. Well, we don't. Are we going to do the um, Australian games? Of course. Oh, okay. Who's playing? <laughs> I don't know. Up first in the Australian conference, mate, is the Force versus the Waratahs. Come on, the Western Force. Come on, the Force. Come on. By five. Yes. Just by I'll anything. Agree with by you. one. Yeah. I don't care. One to a hundred. Just get it done. They'll win it. Uh, and the last game here we've got is the Reds versus the Rebels. That'll be a good game. Uh, I'm going to go uh, the Rebels by seven. I think the Reds, the, the little balloon's being popped there. And I think the Rebels are on the rise. So I'm going to agree with you and say Rebels by, you say five? I said seven. I'm going to say five. Okay, you go five, I'll go seven. <laughs> but they'll be good games. They will They'll be. be interesting. There'll be some, I mean, the the force have really played attractive rugby. Yes. The Waratahs on the weekend played attractive rugby. The Reds all year have played attractive rugby. And the Rebels played attractive rugby on the weekend. And the Brumbies aren't playing. Some would say happy days. <laughs> Some would. Because there might be a try or two not from a rolling mall, which would be really <laughs> nice. But that is it, mate. That's yes. us for the week. Looking forward to the games already. Although the Crusaders have won, I still think the New Zealand Conference has a lot to give. Yeah. And so was, does the Australian. Good, and yeah. it'll be great to see if the South Africans can start playing as well, how that ends up. Yes. But as always, it's been a pleasure entertaining you guys and girls out there for another week. Hopefully you catch us next week and don't forget to subscribe. Yes. Tell like, your friends comment. and write a review because it massively helps us on pod uh, the podcast platform if there's a review. It pushes us higher up on those search engines. Until next time. Yes. Adios. Sports Social Podcast Network.